the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, St. Paul, in today's reading, we heard St. Paul from the second reading is speaking to the people of Ephesus, right? He's, this is a book to the Ephesians. So, this is a group of people, and he's writing them a letter, these people, and he says to them, we heard, he says to them, you should put away the old self of your former way of life, corrupted through deceitful desires, and be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and put on the new self, created in God's way and holiness of truth. So St. Paul is writing to the people uh, in Ephesus, and he's reminding them that you're no longer idolaters. You have now taken in and you've been baptized, so God is your Father, the Holy Spirit is upon you now, leave your former way of life, you're now followers of Jesus, don't do the things that you used to do. Put away your old life, put away your old self, and you took on a new self when you were baptized. You are a new creation, is what he's reminding them. And so he's telling them and reminding them of this, and he's reminding them not to return to their former way of life. Maybe there's some temptation for them to get back into their old former way of life, before they had the Holy Spirit, before they were baptized. And maybe he also wants to remind them again, you've been made new. Don't go back to that old self. You're made new. Live in that newness of life, is what he's saying. The renewal of the mind, he calls it. Your mind has changed now. You've received the Holy Spirit. And so we too, we know we've received our baptism. When we were baptized, we received the Holy Spirit. We were made new. Before we received the Holy Spirit, we were old. We were just creatures of God. Then we received the Holy Spirit through our baptism. We became sons and daughters of God. And we know this, but also we were made new. And we were ten- we, although we were made new, like the people that St. Paul is writing to, we have the tendency as humans to go back to our former way of life to go back to slavery, to go back as if we live our lives as if we don't have the Holy Spirit. And that's why we need Lent. We need Lent. I need Lent. All of us need Lent to remind us three things. Who we are, we're children of God. Who do we belong to? We belong to God the Father. God is our Father. Jesus is our brother. The Holy Spirit is our Holy Spirit. Where are we going? We're getting to heaven. Who we are, who we belong to, where we're going. That's what Lent's about. Because we have fallen to this former way of life the other weeks of the year. And that's why we need Lent to just kind of remind us where we're at, who we belong to, where we're going, and who we are. Lent's a time to purge ourselves of anything that's getting in the way of who I am, where I'm going, and who I belong to. It's a time to really purge ourselves Right, the word purge. What does the word purge mean if you define it? To rid someone or something of any unwanted quality, condition, or feeling. That's what we're doing in Lent. We're purging ourselves. So that way we can remember who we are. Sons and daughters of God. Where are we going? Heaven. Who do we belong to? God the Father. Jesus our brother. The Holy Spirit. The word purgatory, right, comes from the word purge. And Lent and purgatory go together, if we think about it. We don't talk a lot about purgatory in the Catholic Church. Purgatory is real. We think as Catholics, after we die, we go to heaven or we go to hell. But that's not what the Bible says. And as Catholics, we have a teaching of purgatory. And so what is purgatory? Purgatory is a place where those who die with venial sins, venial sins are non-deadly sins, or uh, they die with attached to too many earthly things, will have to go to purgatory, which is this final purification process. Why? It's because we have to be rid of those venial sins. We have to get rid of those earthly attachments because we can't see God face to face if we're still attached to earthly things. 
We can't see God face to face if we're still attached to venial sins. So we need this final purification process. It's called purgatory. It's this final purification that takes place. And brothers and sisters, if we take Lent serious here on earth and purge ourselves of venial sins and attachments, we won't need purgatory after we die. We can go and see God face to face. That's what God wants. God does not want one person to go to purgatory. God can't wait to see us face to face. If we take Lent serious and we purge ourselves of any attachments to to earthly things, because again, we don't belong to this earth, and we get rid of venial sins and, of course, mortal sins, then we won't have to go to purgatory. In today's gospel, we heard Jesus and how he was tempted by the devil three times. We hear this gospel every three years, the first Sunday of Lent. And Jesus teaches us how to fight temptation this Lent. There's only one way to fight temptation this Lent, with the help of the Holy Spirit. If you want to go out and fight Lent, if you want to go out and fight in, uh, during Lent against the devil by your own strength, you're going to lose. We will fail miserably. Jesus didn't go into the desert, which is a type of Lent, right? Lent, getting rid of the things that kind of feels empty. There's nothing around us. Jesus did not go into this desert, this Lent, on his own. It says, we read this in the gospel, the Spirit drove Jesus out into the wilderness. The Holy Spirit drove Jesus out into the wilderness. And he remained there for 40 days and then was tempted by Satan. Jesus didn't go into the desert without the Holy Spirit. Why would we? Makes no sense. Again, all of us received the Holy Spirit when we were baptized. So that means we have the same power to fight evil, to fight and say no against sin, that Jesus Christ had when the devil tries to tempt us during Lent and after Lent. The same power Jesus had, we have it when we were baptized. But we've got to activate that spirit within us from our baptism. And so temptations are not a sin. We'll be tempted a lot. Till the day we die, we'll be tempted. During these next seven weeks, during Lent, we will be tempted a lot. Temptations are not a sin. But if we give into the temptation, then that temptation can lead us to venial sin, leading us to purgatory, or to even worse, mortal sin, which we can lose our salvation. We can't lose our salvation. Jesus did not die on the cross for one person to go to hell. But that is where the Holy Spirit comes in this Lent. The Holy Spirit can help us be victorious this Lent. How? And I'll just give you one way and we'll wrap up. How do we allow the Holy Spirit to help us this Lent to avoid purgatory completely and see God face to face directly right away after we die? One thing. Pray that you may not enter into temptation. What does that mean? When Jesus entered the Garden of Gethsemane with his closest disciples on the, on the night before he died, he encouraged his disciples that were with him two times, not once, twice. Pray that you may not enter into temptation, it says in Luke 22. Two times, verse 40 and 46. Two times Jesus says to them, pray that you may not enter into temptation. Again, brothers and sisters, we will experience temptation until the day we die, but the amount of temptation we experience can be lessened or diminished completely if we pray that we may not enter into temptation. It's a game changer if we do that. 
Although it's good to pray during a time of temptation for the strength to resist it, it's far more effective to pray before the temptation even comes. And that's the problem with Lent. We approach it wrong. We enter into it wrong. And that's why we fail during Lent. Oh, it's been two days and I ate this food. Oh, it's been three days and I looked at pornography. Oh, it's been eight days and I did this. So no, because we go in alone. I'm not judging anybody. I'm here to, I'm on your team. We got to figure this out. We're all going into the same desert tomorrow. And the solution is the Holy Spirit. And that's the problem. Again, we enter into Lent each year depending on ourselves and our own strength. We hear, I'm going to give up social media for Lent. I'm going to no longer look at pornography for Lent. I'm no longer going to get, I am going to give up smoking for Lent. I'm going to give up eating out with my friends for Lent. I'm going to stop gossiping for Lent. I'm going to not be angry for Lent. I am going to be more patient with my spouse for Lent. I am going to read the Bible more during Lent. I'm going to pray the rosary during Lent. Each one of those statements start off with what? I. I, 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 and that's why we fail. It has nothing to do with us. Absolutely nothing to do with us. Every one of those statements starts off with I, as if we have something to prove. I want to prove to people how strong I am. I want to prove to God how strong I am. And I want, to stru- I want to prove it to myself. Brothers and sisters, we have nothing to prove. Nothing. God does not want us to prove anything. The only thing that God wants us to prove is how weak we are and how we need the Holy Spirit. It is as if we prefer to experience temptation almost. We want it. We want to experience temptation, we want to savor it for a moment, and then we want to exercise heroic willpower to overcome it. And that's pride. We have no heroic willpower. What are we talking about? I don't. We don't have heroic willpower. He is our power. The Holy Spirit is our power. God is our power. I have no power. The Holy Spirit within me from my baptism is where I gain my power from. When I tap into that Holy Spirit within me, this Lent, that's when I will stop doing the things and start doing the things that I should be doing for Lent and stop doing the things that I really want to get rid of, these venial sins and these attachments. Our Our greatest strengths, brothers and sisters, is realizing how weak we are. That's our greatest strength. Every day the sun, we must pray to the Holy Spirit. Start our mornings off. Holy Spirit, I'm asking you right now, Holy Spirit, I just woke up and I'm, I'm just begging you, Holy Spirit. I am weak, Holy Spirit. You are strong. I need you, Holy Spirit. I am depending on you, Holy Spirit. No mortal sins, no venial sins, no temptations whatsoever, Holy Spirit, because I can't. I have nothing. You are everything. I can't do this Lenten penance or promise without you, Holy Spirit. And then I say it again during the day, and then I say it again during the day, and I say it again. And throughout my day, I pray like that, and guess what? I am doing what Jesus told his disciples 2,000 years ago. Pray that you may not enter into temptation. That's how we will be successful. It's because we're tapping into the Holy Spirit within us that we've received at our baptisms. And we must enter the desert, Lent, how Jesus entered the desert, with God the Holy Spirit, and that is how we get to heaven and avoid purgatory altogether. So brothers and sisters, Lent is a time to purge us from anything that is getting in the way of knowing who we are, son and daughter of God, who we belong to. I belong to God the Father, Jesus my brother, and the Holy Spirit. And where are we going? Heaven is my final destination, not earth. 
The Holy Spirit can help us this Lent to avoid purgatory completely and see God face to face immediately after we die if we pray each day to not enter into temptation because Jesus said to his disciples and says to us today, pray that you may not even enter into temptation. Many of us will come forward to receive Jesus in the most holy Eucharist today. What will Jesus find in your soul? What will Jesus find in my soul? A soul that is preparing to enter into the desert of Lent without the Holy Spirit, which is different than how Jesus himself entered the desert? Or will Jesus find a soul that is preparing to enter into the desert of Lent, how Jesus himself entered into the desert with the Holy Spirit? So brothers and sisters, sit here for a minute and make a decision. As always, the decision is ours. This Lent can be a life-changing Lent. We can grow in virtue, be great saints, but only with a gift and the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.